0: Welcome to the Building Heroes podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Building Heroes podcast. This is episode 95. Now, we are starting our, I think it's our 22nd year of homeschooling. Actually can't quite keep track, and I actually can't quite believe it either, because it's gone so fast, but at the same time, uh it seems like forever ago when I decided to finally take the plunge into the murky waters of homeschooling, and that is kind of what it felt like <laughs> because I had no idea what I was doing, and I felt like I was jumping into this scary body of water without knowing how to swim. Now, if you've listened to me for a while, you know that one thing I love to do is look for patterns. And one of the patterns I love to talk about is the hero's journey as well. And I like to do this looking for patterns because patterns make things more predictable and thus easier to navigate. But I didn't always know about patterns, right? Now, when I was a teenager, I really wanted to learn how to sew. My mom didn't sew. She had this ancient sewing machine that was kind of frustrating to use. So I decided I was going to go buy my own sewing machine. And I came up with this great plan. I told my mom, hey, why don't you hire me as your cleaning lady? And then I'll save up my money for a sewing machine. And that's what I did. I talked her into it. So I saved up my money, got this sewing machine. I thought I was set. I was like, okay, I'm going to... So I can create anything I want to now because I've got this shiny new sewing machine. Except I didn't actually really know how to sew. <laughs> so I did start sewing, like trial and error, testing some things out, made some interesting creations, made some big mistakes. And, you know, some things actually did work out. And as I learned from my mistakes, I did actually get a little better. And I also did learn that, you know, if I want to make an article of clothing that I might actually want to wear and look good, then I'm probably going to need to get a sewing pattern. So I got this, I got some sewing patterns and I used the patterns to sew some nice things. It definitely made the job a lot easier having that pattern because somebody else had done it before. I even made my prom dress. I made my choir dress by combining two patterns. Um... You know, patterns definitely made the sewing a lot easier because it made it a lot more predictable for the outcome. <laughs> but I still did not really realize that patterns could carry over into other areas of my life too. So when I started homeschooling, I had no idea that there were patterns that would help make my outcome more predictable in my homeschool. And I started out with the trial and error and I did the same thing where I bought the shiny new curriculum, and I thought I was all set. (laughs) Um, And I did know that other people had made this curriculum, and certainly curriculum is a pattern that I could use. And, you know, I think that's why the question that most new homeschoolers ask is, what curriculum should I use? Because they want a pattern to follow subconsciously, right? And that is what I did too. But I also didn't know that asking that question was like going into a sewing store and saying, what pattern do you recommend I use? When there's like thousands of patterns there and we're not taking into consideration the sizes or the preferences or even what my desired outcome was. Like I could go ask some random lady in the sewing store and she might rave over this, say, beautiful, complicated, old fashioned little dress that she made for her granddaughter and highly recommend it. And maybe because I like her enthusiasm, I buy it, even though, you know, maybe I don't have a little girl to sew something for, or I don't know how to sew, or maybe I prefer a more modern look. So then if I did buy that pattern and bring it home, I'd probably be kind of frustrated with it (laughs) because it's not what I wanted at all. Um, And so the thing is, is in the sewing example, it's pretty easy to see that, yeah, I probably shouldn't have bought it. But when we do this in homeschooling, sometimes we think that maybe we're the problem, you know, and we think, Oh, I'm no good at this. You know, maybe I, I really should like this pattern. It was highly recommended, you know, but the problem is that I was just looking for the wrong pattern in the first place. But what I don't really understand was that there's truly a whole pattern for learning just how to be a homeschool mom. So it's starting in the whole wrong section. So, hero's journey. You know, I got to talk about that, right? And that's, I love that because it is the pattern for learning and growth. And whenever you start something new, that's what you're starting is learning and growth, a journey of that. And that is certainly like a foundational pattern that we need to understand before we even start buying the curriculum or the sewing patterns, right? So today what I wanna do on this podcast is share with you the pattern of the homeschool mom journey because after homeschooling for this long and talking to many other homeschool moms, I have noticed that there really is a typical pattern that we tend to go through with some variations on the theme, but that's how patterns work, right? It's It gives you the foundational structure and maybe we have slight variances But with that foundational structure, we can see what's going to happen, okay? Because knowing that pattern actually helps us know what we really want so we can fine tune, fill in the details and choose the right patterns or curriculum or activities for our families. And knowing this pattern too is actually really relieving for me because I found out that, wow, there was actually nothing really wrong with me when I ran into a challenge. And the same goes for you too. Um, the other part with knowing this pattern too, is it makes it really empowering because it helps us see that we don't have to be distracted by all the things and we can put the focus on what's really important too. So I want to kind of describe this pattern in two different ways, but in the same way. So you can just see it more clearly. Okay. Cause sometimes when we approach it in two different directions, it, you can see it better. So first we'll just kind of frame your homeschool mom journey in the context of a hero's journey. And this is typically how it goes for homeschool moms. But like I said, it's not exactly like this, but you'll see that a lot of this may ring true for you. So let's just say your life is going along just fine. You had your little frustrations and it was probably feeling pretty ordinary, but then at some point you have this call to action. And that's exactly what happens in a hero's journey to an ordinary person. And that call to action for a homeschool mom is that you start thinking about homeschooling your kids and you feel that call that you should do this. Okay. Now for some, it's easier to decide to do it. But for many of us, we go to the next step of the hero's journey, which is refusals and If you're like me, you probably thought of a lot of great reasons why you probably shouldn't homeschool, or why you couldn't, or why you didn't want to. I mean, maybe even put it off for a while and not done it because your fears were so strong. That was me. I didn't do it for like two years, even though I kept hearing the call. But guess what? Those refusals are just part of the pattern. Those refusals are there to keep you comfortable. But when we can recognize those and choose to do it anyway, wow. That's moving on the journey. Now, maybe you knew some people who homeschooled and that you weren't impressed with, or maybe you knew some that were, and were doing an amazing job, and and that affects you too. But what happens eventually on the hero's journey is that Something in you is stronger than that discomfort and all those refusals that you feel and you decide to do it anyway and you commit to act and that is the next step on the hero's journey you decide to do it so that's when you pull the kids out of school you begin the journey even though you don't really quite know what you're doing. And that is part of the hero's journey because you're journeying into the unknown. That's what makes it a hero's journey because you are willing to do something you don't know how to do. This is also what makes it the pattern of learning and growth. Um, So as you start doing it, you you figure out a few things, you make some works, some things work, but you may struggle with other things that you didn't even know were gonna be a struggle because it was unknown. The hero's journey has a lot of challenges and roadblocks on it. And the, pay the you know, you kind of just think, okay, I decided to do it. It's going to all be great. You know, the path is going to be nice and straight. Uh, that's not how it works because you're learning something new because you think you know how to do it, but you don't until you start doing it. And then you find out what you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> Now, you might be lucky, too, and you have some other homeschool friends, some allies supporting you and helping you on the journey, Um, and you may have, like, a mentor friend who can guide you on the journey because they've been there where you want to be, and so they can give you good tips. That's awesome. You might even have family members who are against what you're doing or friends saying, that's crazy, you're going to mess up your kids, and then you start thinking that, too. That is all part of the journey. Now, on the journey, that is often where the homeschool moms can get lost because you start having all these test traps and trials and challenges and the struggles, and you have these people against your decision to homeschool, and you start thinking, what am I doing? This is hard. And you think, ah, it'd be so much easier just to do something else, like send them back to school. The life of a homeschool mom is not easy, but it is a journey of learning and growth. And so of course it's not gonna be easy. You find it's hard to manage everything. You can't balance everything. You wonder if you're failing your kids. You don't ever get any time to yourself ever. Like you're never home alone. (laughs) Okay, maybe if you're better at setting boundaries, maybe you can get some alone time ever so often, but it's just when you're juggling all these plates, you kind of start feeling really stuck and lost in that journey. But knowing that this is part of the pattern helps you realize like, oh, this challenge is here to help me learn and become better and to grow and be a better homeschool mom. It's not that you're failing. And that's really the journey of a homeschool mom. And I'm guessing some of that does sound familiar to you. You can see what I mean there. And that is where the pattern comes in really handy because you don't have to stay in the struggle. You don't have to give up you can reach out to other people who are on the journey with you for help. We were never meant to go on this journey alone. And you can realize that the opposition of other people is not a personal attack on you, it's their own insecurities. It's just that heroes, people on that learning path, they need opposition to grow and to become confident in their own journey. Wow, who knew? (laughs) I sure didn't for a very long time. So when you are struggling and you do hit those roadblocks that are part of the journey, part of the pattern, you can choose to believe it's just a learning opportunity. It's the next thing to help you learn and grow. And it's not something there to stop you. It's not something there to make you believe you're a failure either. So here's another way to look at this, okay? I also wrote out the steps of a homeschool mom journey, And I kind of assigned a name uh, to each level that you might be into, or that you might be in right now. Um, So the way I kind of picture this is that first you kind of start off as an explorer mom. And that's when you've got that call to action. You start thinking, I'm exploring homeschool. Should I do that? Can I do that? Is that wise to do that? So the explorer is the person who is thinking about homeschooling, and they are thinking of all the pros and cons. And probably they're getting a lot more cons than pros sometimes, but (laughs) it's the place where you're exploring, and you have to decide if you're going to follow your heart. And then once you choose to homeschool, then you move on to Trailblazer, okay? And that's when you decide to start homeschooling. And before you start homeschooling, what most homeschool moms do is they do a ton of research, which I did this too. And I think it's great. We should, you know, try to get ourselves uh, educated about what we're about to do. Right. And we make all these lovely plans. And we are in that point where we think, okay, this is super scary but it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun because I've done all this research and, and I've got all these great ideas. And I'm getting excited for it. A little scared, but excited. Okay. That's what we call the trailblazer. Then number three, I call the pathfinder. Okay. This is when you've started homeschooling, you've going, been going for a little while and all of a sudden you realize, hmm, these plans are really not working. They looked really good on paper, but you know, sometimes the kids don't want to do it. And sometimes the kids are funny and sometimes they have to spend a half an hour cleaning up a blowout diaper. And you know what? This is not what I was expecting. And so the reason why I call this level or whatever you want to call it, uh, Pathfinder is because that's where you start searching for answers. And that's where you start trying new different things. And you're like, oh, Oh, it's this curriculum is just wrong. It's not going to work. I'm going to try this curriculum. And then we, we start playing the curriculum jumping game and we keep trying all these different curriculum. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That is part of the journey. And, and that is kind of how it goes. And then we start feeling super guilty because we have all this curriculum that we don't actually use. (laughs) And, And we're like, ah, Okay. So this is also sometimes where we're in that journey and we start hitting all these roadblocks and we start thinking, oh my gosh, what am I doing? I, I don't know. Okay, and that, that's kind of the beginning of it. But you're still um, into it enough that you're going to keep trying new things, okay? And in, in phase four, I call this adventurer. And the adventurer, this is really where the metal... No, the rubber. The rubber hits the road, okay? <laughs> because you're starting to go, oh my gosh, I have tried all these things and I am still not living up to this Pinterest perfect day that I have in my mind. And you start thinking, I should have this by now. I- I'm failing my kids, but I'm still doing it. I think I can. I don't know. I'm I'm doing a mess. I, I- Maybe I shouldn't do this. And this is really where it starts getting very hard. And this is where people can tend to want to give up. And sometimes they do because we we let the, our fears get over us or get a hold of us. And sometimes they keep going, but at the same time, they're just thinking, well, I'm, I'm homeschooling because I'm committed, but I don't know if I'm doing a good job. Okay, so I call this the adventurer because it is part of the adventure. All those challenges on the hero's journey That's what makes the story an adventure. And so it's really at this point where we got to look at our challenges and just decide. Am I going to learn from these challenges or am I going to let them crush me? Because if you think about it, if you're watching a movie and you got somebody who's going on their journey, but they don't have any challenges. What a boring movie that would be if they just said, hey, I'm going to go to California and lay on the beach. Who would want to watch that movie? You know, we want to watch the movie where the car breaks down and they have to figure out how to solve that problem or, you know, whatever. The challenges are there because that's what makes us learn and grow. And that's what makes us become stronger. So then the next phase is number five. It's the guide. And that's where you've finally gotten through a lot of these challenges and you've realized that the challenges are there for you to learn and grow from. And you keep thinking, or well, I don't know if you keep thinking of this, but you keep reminding yourself that you've got this. It's okay to make mistakes. I can help other people because I can now see the bigger picture is that I'm not failing my kids because I'm just showing them the path of the hero's journey and I'm showing them that it's okay to make mistakes and to try again and to keep going. So can you relate to any of that? Do you know what phase you're in? You're in the explorer, trailblazer, pathfinder, adventurer, or up to the homeschool guide. And the reason why when we get to that last level The reason why we want to start helping other people is because we have finally figured out it's all going to be okay. And we want to re-encourage the other people behind us. If you go into any homeschool community, you will find homeschool moms are some of the most encouraging people out there because especially all the more veteran ones, because they know how hard it is. And they know that once we can shift our mindset to see that it's okay to not do it all perfectly, it's okay not to do everything according to the world's view. And it's okay that it's to do things differently. Oh man. Homeschool moms are the best at encouraging. They love to encourage others and you don't even have to be clear down at the guide to encourage others either. So that is the great thing about having these patterns to help you realize you're not failing. It's just part of the path. Now, I wanna go back to my sewing story here for a minute, okay? I had learned how to sew some neat things. I used the patterns and I thought I was doing pretty well at it. So when I went to college, I decided, oh, I'm gonna take a sewing class because that sounds really fun and be like a nice easy break class for me. And it was, I loved the class, but oh my, I was totally shocked that while I had some patterns, I had, I knew how to sew, I had sewed some complicated things, the way I was using the pattern wasn't even actually the most efficient or best way to do it. I had no idea that there was actually a pattern for using the patterns. I was like, wow! I didn't know that there were tips and tricks that helped me make a more beautiful piece with stronger construction. I had taught myself. I had been a DIYer. And really, sometimes that's what we do. We do try to learn things ourselves first. But what I learned in that class was the power firsthand of having an experienced mentor guide me. I, I, I learned things I never knew I'd should learn because i just didn't know what i didn't know at the end of that class i decided i was going to sew my own wedding dress (laughs) looking back that may have been a strange choice and i probably should have been a little more worried about the outcome than i was but i was pretty confident i (laughs) i i mean it was kind of crazy i i felt very confident that i could take on that project and succeed because i had this teacher who totally believed in me and i did the wedding dress turned out beautifully. It turned. I just couldn't find anything I liked on the rack, and so I just pulled a couple, uh, like three different patterns together, and created what I wanted, and I loved it. But I could have never have done that unless I had had this experienced mentor to guide me. And guess what? Same thing with homeschooling. We have our patterns of the curriculum and stuff too. Uh, and I was totally a DIYer trying to, you know, learn from all my mistakes, but once I found the experienced people to come help me, I learned things I didn't know I didn't know. I had no idea how much I'd been struggling with some things that I didn't need to because I think I'd been learning these things well on my own. It was crazy. And I also didn't know how much faster I could have learned these things with someone to show me the ropes. And so that is actually why I started the Heroes Journey membership. It's because I wanted a place where you could go to learn faster from an experienced homeschool mom and to have this community of homeschool moms to help you. Um, we're, we're all working together to become better. Because really, again, we were never meant to take that journey alone, and yet so many of us do it. It's crazy. Anyway, right now, the best deal on the membership is definitely when you purchase year one of the Building Heroes curriculum, because you're going to get one year for free of that membership with it. But I'm going to warn you, that offer is going away very soon. It's not going to be like that anymore. So you can check it out at buildingheroesathome.com. And I do hope to see you on the inside because you're going to be able to learn all about the foundational principles and the patterns so you can choose the best things for your family. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free building heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.